I don't know. 246, I want to say. Mm. Mm. Breathe on the microphone some more. <laughs> professional. Real professional would know what episode we're on. It is episode 246 of STC Pod, your Start to Continue podcast. Found every Friday, wherever you can find podcasts. Even when I'm not here, it's still somehow magically is able to manifest itself and and provide a a, positive and enjoyable listening experience for one more week. Well, it provided an experience. I don't know how much enjoyable listening to it was. I had a bit of technical issues. This from the guy who chirps about being an about being an audio guy. <laughs> oh, I chirp about being an audio guy. Yeah. Okay, so get into it. Last episode was a fantastic episode. I brought in Josh Creepley for a full he's almost 90 minute chat because that guy turned out to become the most interesting man on the internet. Uh, varied background, starting from gangland Jane and Finch to uh, some mud hut in Africa. We went through it all and discovered this uh, crazy lifestyle he's been going through. Uh, Unfortunately, my mic was blown out, over-modulated. It was was so maddening when I first uh, listened to the playback and discovered that. We were experimenting with a new technologies and recording since Google Hangouts, our primary recording app has closed down for no reason whatsoever, just because, just because Google does that. Oh, I consider that a blessing in disguise. Nothing was nothing but a headache. And, uh, you know what? They don't deserve us to be honest with you. We are now uh, proud to be sponsored by Skype our new recording uh, platform. Skype, the new sponsor of STC Pod. I guess. I don't know. Oh. It doesn't well, feel right. It doesn't why? Because right. it's actually going to work? <laughs> Maybe. Because <laughs> there's no headache? So, we were uh, trying out a new service called uh, Zencaster, I think it was called. And it seemed on paper to be perfect. It uh, records separate tracks for both people. And uh, at the end of the record, it sends you those tracks or you can download them or something happens and, uh, away you go. But there, uh, unless I missed it, there was no way to adjust your microphone pre record. And, uh, like Josh could hear me fine. I could hear him fine. Everything sounded beautiful. Um, so we just went ahead with it and no fault of Josh. And this guy was a true gentleman. He even, before we started was like, Hey, do you want to do a test record? And I'm like, Nope, let's go. Cause you got a guest there. You don't want to take more time from them than you have to. So you're taking a page right out of my book. I'm like, what could go wrong? It looks so easy and well put together and everyone uses it. We know a lot of people that use it. So wait, we know two people that use it. That's a lot of people. So away we went, 
and uh, apparently my track was way too hot. Well, that's yeah, that'll happen. Considering to quote uh, Michael Scott, that's what she said. So in uh, post post production, which Joe was supposed to do, but he still was too busy to do that. I had to. Uh, yeah, wait, nor- where was I? I no, normalized no. the shit out of it. Hold I brought on. the volume down. I did everything I could. Where was I? You can't be throwing blame on me. I know you like to back that truck up on me, but. Yeah. Where was I? You were back by then. I'm no, sure. I wasn't. Uh, no, I came back on the Friday. Mm, I don't think so. Thursday. No. Came yeah. back on the Friday. You were at your posh glamping excursion 2000 bucks did you go on a cruise to alaska no i went camping in northern ontario oh that adds up how many uh like attendants do they give you at the at the campground for that kind of money well it's like when you go to like dominican or something for like the golf resorts they they assign you a personal caddy so yeah you you get one person you get one Algonquin night to uh, follow you around for the week. It was good. It was fun. Kids were up there for 17 days, so they had a good time. <laughs> 17 days. <laughs> Off you go. Holy Jesus. See you later, bitches. Daddy's on vacation. <laughs> no wonder it's too grand. Holy shit. Wow. Can you imagine? They had to endure like tent life. For three weeks straight, they must have thought they went to a concentration camp or something. They're like, "Are we refugees, Daddy?" They're only in the tents when it's either raining. Not even that, because they were under the the food tent for that part. Uh, they're in the only in the tents when they're sleeping, dude. And they're yeah, five so and they're seven, so it's all fun. So comfortable, like you it's for all shits tr- and giggles. For three weeks, your ass only knows a fold-out chair, a folding chair, or a picnic table. Joy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they'll never want to go camping again. This isn't the first time they've gone camping, man. What are you talking about? They had a great time. Their their 12-year-old cousin was up. They had their bikes up there. Oh, the 12-year-old got banished, too, to the north? Yep. You go up and protect the wall. <laughs> Winter is coming. Summer is almost over. Good, man. Good weather. And then, of course, my wife and I went up for Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, seven days. And the first night was freezing cold. And I sleep in a sleeping bag with just my underwear. Because usually I, I got a good bag, right? It's a it's a skinny one, but it's one of those thermosolate ones or whatever you call it. Yeah, I don't like that. And, uh, dude, I was frozen. I got to have my legs spread. I need leg room. No, this isn't like a cocoon bag. That's what you said, like skinny. Yeah, as in not super thick. That makes complete sense. Yeah, it's... <laughs> It's a new technology. It's not like the old sleeping bags that are like two inches thick. But I thought you had a queen size mattress or a king size mattress. Why aren't you just making a bed? 
No. Why sleeping bags? The mattresses are the air mattresses you sleep on, but I was in the trailer. Exactly. So you're making a, you have a bed. You can make a bed. Yeah. And then you still have to put your sleeping bag on top of it. I'm not making a bed and on in the trailer, dude. What? Why that's wouldn't a, you? Cause that's a pain in the ass. Oh yeah. You make it once you bring sheets and a comforter and you, you have a bed in, in there. Dude, you're hopping your sleeping bag. You're golden. Anyway, that first night was freaking cold. And then the other nights gradually got, of course, the we, the time that we weren't up there was like a heat wave at nighttime, but I actually preferred to be cold, but this was just a little, little too cold. And then the other nights got really good, but that was it. Brought my, uh, Kindle up. The book club started, uh, Robert Jordan wheel of time series. So um, about three quarters of the way through that. And I plowed through some more uh, persona Four golden on the Vita. So I'm 70 something hours into that right now. That was it, man. Just, uh, no treats, no treats around the campfire for Joey. First time I've ever done that. Right. I, it was a bad time to, to go on the stupid, uh, no sugar diet or whatever it is. You didn't have chips. No chips, nothing. It was frustrating. You didn't have peanuts. Nope. Or your stupid uh, sunflower seeds. Didn't even have sunflower seeds. I could have, because that's that's perfectly fine, but I didn't have anything. I just had to uh, relegate myself to three or four beers a day, and that was it. That's all I drank was beer and coffee while I was up there. coffee for breakfast and then uh sipped on beers throughout the day didn't see any bears so that was good that's it dude did a couple yeah. trails yeah what do you do all day i i either sit around and read and no one believes that play some you games pre- i'm sure you sit down to read but reading does not get accomplished i'm sure when you wake no, up there's only playing- one there's only one day where i had a nap and that was because yeah, I had a crappy sleep. There is no way you're, anyone believes that you're able to read more than a few pages without the sun suddenly appearing in a different area of the sky. Right? Oh, it's a true story. I don't think so. And then, uh, you know, some days I hopped in the car and went off and did some trails on the highway. What is that? Did trails on the highway? What's that there's mean? The, there's the main, have you never been to Algonquin? No. Really? Uh, no. There's My, the main. There's Highway 60, which runs through the park east and west. The main yeah, highway. That's right. I've seen that. And then off of that highway, on the north and south of it, there's the hiking trails you can do, and then all the different campgrounds you can camp at, spread throughout the park. So depending where you, which campground you're going to, if you want to go do a certain trail, then you either have to go east or west on the highway and then pull and then pull off in the parking lot at a certain point and then start doing the trail. Walking the trail. Hiking the trail, depending on which, which length of trail you decide to go on. So they, they got some that are like three hours and then they got some that are like an hour. Just depends how fast you, you hike it or whatever. Or how difficult the trail is to. 
Is there like uh, trails where you can, you know, bomb with your with your jeep through there? No, they're just white uh, walking trails. You no, can't like, even really. You can't. Some of them are so hard you can't even like bring bikes on them. It's got to be like four by four trails there somewhere. No, it's not yeah. allowed. It's a national park, dude. Yeah. Provincial park. Well, respect nature. All you rich guys in your Land Rovers, I'm sure you're bombing all through it. <laughs> you don't care. You know what? My parents uh, did go to Picton one day, though. How was that near Algonquin Park? Well, they weren't with me. I'm just saying. Oh. They, they, went for they took one day of uh, vacation and went to uh, Picton for some reason. One day? Yeah. What did they do? Well, I think they stayed overnight somewhere. I don't know. They did some uh, some bullshit. I wasn't even listening. Like, <laughs> couldn't have been interesting, but get some out of the house. <coughs> I think they did some winery there or something. They got wineries in and picked them. Oh yeah, they got lots. I know our cousin Chuck hit up a winery somewhere out in the county. That's right. Yeah. I gave him some uh, sights to see. Yeah. Next time you, you give them to me and then I'll pass them on to him. Mm. Told you worlds don't collide. Well, it worked better with me just talking to him. Mm. Well, that made one of us uncomfortable. So, <laughs> hey, I uh, guess what I was watching tonight before you t- angrily texted me and wondering where I was for the record. Hmm. Were you I watching, watching mind was, pictures? I was watching Captain Marvel. Oh, how? That's not on, is it? No. I just found it somewhere. You found it somewhere. You yeah. don't even know how to find stuff. So someone, how had, is that it, someone had it up on YouTube or something like that. <laughs> Dude, that movie's horrible. Oh is my it? God. Like the only thing saving it is I know how hot she is. Even though she lost a boatload of weight and got like rail thin for this movie, which I didn't really like. But, um, whew, I don't even know if I should be watching this cause I haven't seen any of the prior Marvel movies leading up to it. Yeah. I don't think it matters. I think uh, the post-credit thing might be a spoiler for you. Skip that, right? Okay. But I think it's pretty standalone-ish. Yeah, I'm really not enjoying it. It's there's too much goofiness in it. Yeah, this from a Fast and Furious guy. No, that's expected goofiness. That's fun. No, the first six of those movies, they this were trying to be serious. Is- no, they weren't. Yes, they were. The first two, they were trying to be serious. And maybe number five, whatever one was in Brazil. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why Marvel takes this comedic route for some of their movies. I just like my stuff serious, man. Well. Serious and violent. I've seen... A bunch of good things that I can recommend to you. Mm. No, I'm good. Thanks. 
<laughs> Obviously, you're not if you're watching stuff that you don't like. Well, I'm giving it a try. Okay, first of all, you know, if we're talking about feature films, I'm going to lay it on you to go check out Alita, the Battle no, Angel. Oh, no interest. Whatever it's called. No interest. Eyes. I don't recognize that name. She's it got was, big goofy eyes. I like her. It was fantastic. And it has everything you'd be interested in. You don't so, know like, what I'm interested in. What am I interested in? Fantasy bullshit and yeah, the big anime eyes and, yeah. uh, and all this stuff. I know you're not interested in. Well, it was fantastic. Oh my God. I really loved it. Really did. Where did you watch that? I thought it was great. thought the pacing was great. Uh, I liked, uh, the performances had what's his face in it. Just save the review for another Fandango. <laughs> This is what people actually want to hear our thoughts on things and not just Tom Cruise's. Right. So I didn't know anything about this movie going into it. Um, and maybe that's how I should leave it for the listeners because it was, uh, it was a really fun way to discover the movie. Like, uh, to be along for the ride without knowing what the hell is going on or where it came from. I had zero idea the origin of anything in this movie, the people, the, you know, where it sat, the world, the timeline, didn't know anything, just started watching it and it was great. So check that out, Alita. And the other thing that, uh, I think is right up Joe's alley because it's superhero stuff, but it is quite dark and ultra violent and uh erroneous on the effects is uh the boys on amazon prime i started that it's great conversation again let's just pour your drink sorry dude is that necessary i'd heard about the boys because that stupid promo keeps popping up on my twitter feed yeah blocked it so the premise is again again? you got these superheroes and uh they're integrated into like it's just common knowledge that you got these superheroes running around and in fact they've they've like organized themselves into a corporation and uh so you know on the surface they come off like uh like a superhero, like, uh, they're everyone's hero. They're who you look up to. And I drew comparisons to how, um, professional sports athletes are brought up. That's what this whole thing reminded me of how superheroes are treated. in this show is like how professional sports athletes are treated in our real world. And in fact, the, some of the same things happen, like the sports the superheroes get traded to other cities and shit for contracts. So they're traded like uh, professional sports people are traded. However, so when you peel back uh, some of this organization, maybe these superheroes aren't as perfect as they appear. And we follow a storyline of uh, these people who are trying to get in there and peel back those layers to uh, find out what's really going on. 
and to maybe uh, make these superheroes, you know, pay up some debts. So I'm only four episodes in, but uh, I'm really liking it so far. It's nice and dark and edgy, and it's got comedy in it, and it's starring our boy from Banshee. You know the the dude from Banshee? Well, there's two dudes. Oh no, sorry, I'm not thick enough. Oh, I was wondering what happened to that guy. Is that the only thing he's done since Banshee? Maybe. So it's got him, and it's got uh, the guy who played Dread. Hey Siri. Or- or like the guy who played Bones in the Star, Who's the in star, star Trek of movies? the Banshee. Who's the Which Banshee? One? I found two Banshee you... and Banshee chapter. Which one? Yeah. Banshee features Ivana Milicevic, Anthony Starr, oh. and Rick Thompson, and others. That's right, Anthony Starr. Anthony Starr. Yeah. Anthony. It's Anthony. Not Anthony. Anthony. So what else has he done then? Going down that rabbit hole again, Anthony, New Zealand actor. Hmm. Uh, uh, there is so the boys. And is the boys is only in season one? Yeah. Superheroes are often as popular as celebrities, as influential as politicians, and sometimes even as revered as gods, but that's when they're using their powers for good. What happens when the heroes go rogue and start I abusing their I powers? I already summarized it for people. I think if you'd have listened. When it's the powerless against the super powerful. Holy mackerel. But when I say edgy, let me tell you. Um, are there tatas in there? No, not enough, unless I haven't seen him yet. But there is one death that occurs uh, between a a man and a woman. And she accidentally... um, Cuts off his pee-pee? Expires him. Can you just talk normal? (laughs) No, I don't want to give it away. I don't want to give it away. It's not... You wouldn't imagine that happening. (laughs) You don't know. Is that... what? What is going on right now and then... Splooch. Hey, whatever happened to uh, that Watchmen TV series? Hey, I just saw a trailer for it this week on uh, HBO and looks good. Again, that'll be... IMDb gave it 5.9 out of 10. Yikes. I don't know. The trailer looked interesting. I didn't really understand anything that was going on, but... uh... Uh, Created and developed by Damon Lindelof. HBO. What did he do again? He did Lost, and he also did the show we just, you know, we watched, which was um, you know, that one. <laughs> What's it called? Where half the people disappear? Uh, oh. And then they come back? No, no one came back. That was Avengers. Spoilers. What the hell is that called? I haven't seen the fucking movie, dude. What? Well, <laughs> oh, let's shit. not talk about a six-month-old movie. Yeah, let's not. What the hell was that show called? The Outsiders? The Out... What, the one with the guy who was dating Jennifer Aniston? Yes. Or was married to her? Yeah. I don't, I don't think they're together anymore. Hey, Siri. Who was married to Jennifer Aniston? 
I don't think they Jennifer were married. Aniston was married to Justin Theroux from 2015 to 2018. Oh, they were. Yeah. So Justin Theroux. Theroux. These, kind of these British talk. Justin Theroux. What did we say? Justin Theroux. The, the, the leftovers. Leftovers. Yeah, I was 20, almost there. 2014 to 2017. That was good. I never ended up watching the ending of it though. Yeah, you didn't watch the ending. Well, that's, that's that was the, a, that was a depressing show, but it was that's still the excellent. Dossier on uh, Lindelof is that he can't finish. No, I just like, mean I never watched the ending of it. Well, I'm saying that's what they say about him, this showrunner too. Listen, can't Lost finish. was excellent. Oh yeah, I've never seen the ending of it. I know again. it's excellent. Yeah, again, I Shocking. don't want to know about it. You never made have, it to the end. Yeah, I never got around to watching the last season or two. Well, what they I'm sure it's excellent. Makes sense? No, no, I've, it, I haven't heard anything. It's excellent. It wasn't excellent. It was shit. It was exactly what we feared it would be. Don't ruin it. And he I'll created get around this, to watching it. this huge and vast world with many, many roads leading out, which they just didn't bother to explain 90% of it. What's again? Damon Lindelof? He's a JJ guy. I'm okay with it. I'm on... Uh, Almost done season four of The Office. Plowing through that. These are all seasons I've seen, though, so I, I know what happens. It's good. It's good. Okay. We know. We know. Toby about just. The Toby just left the office to go to uh, South America, and his new blonde replacement has arrived. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We all know. Yeah. What? So, also, something else I've been watching. Do you do anything other than watch TV? Oh, by the way, I did finish uh, Man in the High Castle that uh, that last season. I did. Hey, Bill, that. did you finish ever finish that show about those uh, Nazis? Yeah, Man in the High Castle. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, I finished the latest season. It was fine. Oh, what would you think? It was just yeah. fine. Oh, there was a couple shocking big, big moments in time. that season. I don't really remember much about it, to be honest well, with you. To be if honest I could with be honest. you sleep, I'm not if surprised. I could be honest. However, on Netflix, the next thing I'm watching, I'm trying to remember what it is now, because you got me all flustered. I called you out on your, your phoniness. Well, there's new comedians in cars getting coffee. So I've watched the Eddie Murphy episode and I've watched the uh, Seth Rogen episode. Those were good. I feel bad for Seth Rogen though. <laughs> like <sighs> Eddie Murphy gets this out of the world Porsche like you've never seen before in your life. And then Seth Rogen got this piece of crap Blues Brothers uh, police cruiser you know, retired police cruiser from uh, like 80. Yeah. And he was probably loving it. I'll beat to shit. And then Ricky Gervais comes on and he gets this Rolls Royce, which is like, again, out of this world. And poor Seth Rogen gets, uh, gets his beat I up. saw this. Um, I don't know what it was. It, it was probably a Rolls Royce 
or some version is this convertible looked like a phantom or something the other day driving on the road and it was this in your neighborhood close to my neighborhood yeah okay and it was this old guy and his wife in it and he had on those little uh beret caps whatever they're called you know the old man caps Where the top of it sort of clips to the, the, the lid. Yeah. The old man hats. All the hipsters wear those now. So this guy had that on and this car was pimp. Like it was drop dead gorgeous, whatever it was. Some type of rolls or phantom convertible. And they were just driving down the street. And I thought this guy was, and he's, he had to easily been like in his late sixties, early seventies. Just driving like a pimp. And I thought that's the coolest thing, man. And then today I saw some shithead driving around in a Lamborghini, revving it up too high. <laughs> well, speaking of Carl Urban, who we were just talking about. I like Carl Urban. What did I say he was in? I wasn't listening, but I yeah. liked most of the stuff that he was in. He's a good looking guy. I like how, I like what stuff he's been in. I know he was in uh, Kevin's favorite movie, um, Judge Dredd. Yeah. What were, what was I talking about when I brought him up in Judge Dredd? You didn't bring up Judge Dredd. I didn't? No, I just made, I just brought that up. I wasn't listening to what you were saying. Brilliant brilliant conversation. Uh, Derek, can you, uh, (laughs) can you, uh, Pull this, record, pull that back and uh, play back what Bill said, please. Thanks. Speaking of Carl Urban, who was married to uh, Katie Sackoff, you know who that is? She's ugly, man. She's the, the blonde chick from Battlestar Galactica. That's right. With the potty mouth. Did I'm not watching. like her at all. <sighs> she's like that. Uh, she plays Starbuck. Like she, yeah, in- she's like the blonde chick from. Um, Third Planet from the Sun. The manly she, one. She was great in uh, Starbuck, though, in Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, but she was just very manly. Well, she was tough. She was a tough broad. That's what she's playing. Yeah. And I'm watching her in her latest show where she's playing another tough broad. It's called Another Life. That's on Netflix. You've probably seen that nope. pop up on your page quite nope. a bit because they've been pushing it. Block that one. And why? Is that? Is that get a not interested as well for no reason? Is it? Yeah. I've got no interest in seeing that. Why? There's not enough words in the title. Like, I don't understand how just me saying another life you're instantly. I don't, cause I don't interested. care about Katie Sackoff. I don't care about her. I don't like her. I don't want to see her again. I had to put up with her through how many seasons of Battlestar. Did you make it to the end? Yeah, that was an excellent series. I owned it on DVD. Of course, saw it in the theater. So Katie Sackoff can sack off. Anyways, her new show is on Netflix, and it's pretty good. It's about, it's uh, like a sci-fi kind of thing. Starts off Earth, and for some reason, this UFO-type object just lands in the middle of nowhere and creates this huge kind of crystallized beacon, and they can't figure out what it is. It doesn't communicate with them. It doesn't, 
move. It doesn't do anything. It's just there. And, uh, so they've figured out where it came from. So they send up a crew in a spaceship to go, uh, discover where it came from to see if it's a dangerous thing or not. If these aliens are here to conquer or are they here for peace? The thing isn't communicating to anyone. So they're going to go, uh, look for where it came from and try to make first contact that way. And of course, all kinds of drama and action ensue in that, in that, uh, travel. It's pretty good. I'm about, uh, not too far, maybe four or five episodes in lots of drama. So you get all this TV watching in between going to the gym and doing chores and doing stuff outside the house, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that I watch in bed. I watch Netflix in bed before I go to sleep. So I get about 20 minutes at a time. It makes me tired. And then I go to sleep. That's no way to watch a show in 20 minutes In 20 minute pieces. It actually no. is for these binge type shows because they pack their action into little segments uh, divided and, and by big pieces. Of, so you need to break up your action because you can't handle it. Yeah. So I have a nice big action piece and then there's a denouement. And I stop it there, even though it's like the middle of the episode. Then when you start it up again, there's like a little intro and then another big action piece. And then the end of the episode, dude, come on, man. That's how you watch these new shows. It's not my fault. They segment these shows this way. It's because they're based on your fault. They're based on binge. Don't binge watch them. I'm not. I still don't approve of binge watching. doing the opposite of binge watching. Freaking goofballs of binge watch. You can perfectly watch these shows uh, in half an hour, 20 minute segments. Cause there's no enjoyment been watching. I hate it. That's how they're built. They're built into a, to get you, when you binge watch it, like I said, The only reason I'm binge watching this stupid office is because I've seen more than half of it already. So I'm trying to plow through it and get up to where I should be. And they give you a nice piece of action at the end. So just split it up and you get two little action and when you binge watch, you're just rushing through it to get on to the next thing. You're not sitting and enjoying it and then contemplating on what just happened in that hour long episode but I'm before you go the office, into the next hour. Which is fine for me to be binging. I just told you why fine. I'm binge watching it. Cause I've seen all this stuff already and I still remember what happened. You're watching something new. You want to take time to digest it. Not just immediately go into the next hour long episode and completely brain fart what just happened. I've always said it. There's nothing special. Binge watching makes a, a show less special than it should be. Okay. You are physically unable to binge watch anything. So let's just get that out there. First off, maybe that's why you're so angry about it. You're jealous of people that can go more than... 70% of an episode at once. So the boys that's on Amazon. So I'm watching, uh, I've watched that at work. I've watched that at home on the TV. It's good times, but yeah, for some reason, Netflix I only watch in bed and there's a ton more stuff to watch on Netflix. Holy mackerel. How about you get outside? And do something. Well, today I, uh, went and got a haircut. I cannot I tell, but anyway, some, uh, groceries. How much do the waste on a haircut? 
you can't chop it off yourself. Oh, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It was like 30 something. At, uh, I'm so glad I don't have to bother with that Gentleman's Empire. It's called Foxy's Gentleman, Gentleman's something. That sounds extremely dirty. Yeah. And they're not really Foxy's in there. So, and it's always the roulette of, am I going to get that woman that, you know, butchers the back of my head every time? And it came down to the wire again today. When I was a kid, and my dad used to take me to the Italian barbershop. It had to be an Italian barbershop? Well, the owner was Italian, so it was Italian barbershop. Anyway, there was, they had three hair cutters in there, two men and one woman. There was Italo, the owner and hair cutter. And then Richard was the other gentleman. And then, uh, I forget the lady's name, but I always used to hate it when, cause you would be like, you could wait for your person or you could just sit there and, and hope that whoever finishes first, uh, is the guy that you want when it comes to your turn. Right. Mm-hmm. So I always used to pass on her and then I used to feel bad cause no one wanted to get their hair cut by her cause she was, uh, not the best and her English wasn't very well. Now I remember the same thing as a kid there, the hair cutting place. I don't know if it was Italian or not. Didn't, I didn't ask for their ethnicities going in three people. I still, I remember their names. The one guy had like long hair. His, that was Lou. That was Richard for me. He was, uh, he was bald on top, but he still had the, uh, the ponytail going on. And then the other guy was Graham. And then sounds very, sounds very white. And the third guy, I don't remember. Cause he was, he was like the lowest of in seniority kind of thing. And, uh, I like getting Lou, but, uh, I, I, I just, I never had the guts to not take whoever was next available. So I go, Nope. Waiting for Lou. Thanks. Couldn't do that. Couldn't do that. Too nice a guy as usual. I used to hate that. That was because we, my dad, we also always go like Saturday morning. Right. And depending on how busy it was that day, you could blow your entire week, your Saturday morning sitting and waiting to get your hair cut at this freaking place. <sighs> Joys of being a kid and not being able to do what you want. I was going to say something else. Oh, I found my first gray pube today. <laughs> Speaking of hair, that's what it was. I'm sure it's not the first. Dude, it was the first. And well, because normally, well, normally it's like, uh, you know, shaved and tied it up down there. But I've been lack, lacking in that area because I've been so busy doing other stuff. I looked down today in the shower and what the hell? What? No, I was drying myself off. I looked down. I go, what is this? So I immediately ripped it out and then burnt it with a lighter. Just to teach it a lesson. Yeah. Where, where was this on the top or down below? Uh, in the middle. In the middle. 
on the shaft? No. Do you got them growing up the shaft now at your age? Dude, in the middle. Yeah, that's the but shaft. Mean the shaft, dude. Well, I ask you, do you have it growing up the shaft now? No. Uh, no? Am I supposed to? Mm. I don't know. Anyway, it was above the shaft, so in the middle. That's upper. So it was in the fro. All right. Okay. So like the top fro. Yeah. Which normally isn't there, which is probably why I've never seen it. But there's only one I checked. I combed through it all. Mm. I, that was like seriously upsetting. What would you have done if that was down below in the ball area? I still it out? It out still, and I burned the sh- crap out of it. Teach it a lesson. I performed an exorcism on it. You're a wacko. You going to keep your great pubes? Don't got none. Yeah. Okay. Don't. Dude, I inspected your body at uh, TMG. There's some gray popping up all over. Nope. Yeah. On my face. Nothing. Uh, I, that, I, you can't see everywhere I can see. <laughs> the way you were walking around that room, like it was your house. Oh, <laughs> as if. Holy crap. Good thing I'm a man. I don't care. Prancing around. Yeah. Okay. There's no way I would do that with you in the room. Really? Why? Because Mr. Grabass? I don't think so. Grabass. Yeah. I'm not grabbing your ass. (laughs) You've tried many times. I'll slap it. And when you're in jeans and shit. That's That's what real men do. So, yeah, have you heard, um, did you get to hear last week's episode? It was excellent. Yeah. What a, how rude is that, man? You got someone that. I said it was excellent. Yeah. Josh on there. You don't want to hear his story. I haven't listened to podcasts since I left for camping. I listened to the ones that I listened to on the way up and then I ran out cause I was all, I was all caught up to date. And then when I got back home, I can't find where I put my iPod. You can play them from your phone. I don't play podcasts off my phone. It drains the battery. It's a brand new phone. I thought it was yeah, good. You got to conserve the battery. I'm not going to have run into battery issues early. Yeah, that's really going to wear so it down. So that's why I got, I always listen to it in my iPod because I can, <clears throat> that's what I, because uh, I got the Nano, so it clips to your belt and you don't even feel it. Well, but I, I want to say, I just want to say a big thank you to Josh for coming out for that. And it was an excellent episode. I hope everyone can work past my bad audio. Josh's audio was perfect. So I definitely want to throw that out there that. If you've missed it, go back and check out that episode. He had a yeah. lot of good stories. Great job. And Try if you want to hear more from me, I hope you all went and listened to the one episode of Retro Fandango I told you to watch, listen to, which was the one on Mel Brooks that I was a guest on. We talked about Mel Brooks movies. So that was a fun episode too. You hear the, you hear the crowd rushing? Yeah. I'm the, sure the, I do. The foot stopping to get to the Mel Brooks. Yeah. Just because you don't understand it. Dude, I've seen his movies. 
You would be like a character in a Mel Brooks movie. I don't need to gush about these movies. We wouldn't even need to rewrite the part at all. Put Joe in a Mel Brooks movie and he would fit right in. (laughs) Living the now, dude. Living the now. Living the now. Okay. Also, I want to send people over to a new YouTube channel that I started up with the little kid. For those of you who liked seeing the little kid pop up in uh, my videos on the Start to Continue YouTube channel, thought, what the hell, let's give the kid her own channel. And uh, we started that up, put one video out there, because we don't want Joe to get upset. The kids are appearing on the Start to Continue channel, even though he doesn't appear there anymore. So if you want to check that out, go look at you know the last video that was on Start to Continue, my pickup video, and it gets linked from there. Or just look for, uh, it's called Addy Adventures on YouTube. And the first episode was called Snake Alley. So go check that out. I'm sure Joe's watched that. Giving me lots of support. That was excellent episode about the board game, yes. Right? About a board game? You said Snakes and Ladders, right? No, I said Snake Alley. No, I'm behind on my YouTube videos too. Sorry. Really? Because you're not behind putting out YouTube videos. I put out one. Sorry. Doesn't mean I'm watching them. Yeah. You put out one. Not on start to continue. I told you to come in and we do that pickup (laughs) video together. And he refused. I'm at home. Yeah. Five minutes away. Five minutes away. And you wanted me to drive 30 minutes to help you shoot. Of your video. Well, you could have had stuff in there. I didn't, but I didn't have stuff. So did you end up shooting it? You, you don't even know it got published. What did I just say two minutes ago? I'm not up to date on YouTube videos. Wow. Really? What were you busy today doing? I know what you're busy today doing. Um, what did I do today? Well, I dropped the kids off at my mom's. Right. My, can't uh, can't be my, looking after them. One of my no, one of my nephews goes over on Tuesdays, so they wanted to see him. Yeah, oh yeah. First day back from camping. How do I get rid of these kids? So they um I dropped them off and then I I, I put one out for a couple hours and did some uh, thrifting. This is your life is exactly like soap operas and then i went back there and had lunch and then i brought the kids home and i washed the car you know how in the soap uh, operas they they all have kids but you rarely see the kids and if you do they're there for a second and then they have the uh the housemaid take them take little brock upstairs to go play with his legos (sighs) what a life what they do today oh and then i watched uh Mo, uh, the first half of Captain Marvel this afternoon because I was tired. So I just wanted to relax. <clears throat> Kids got their uh, swimming lessons next week. Last round before school starts. In your pool. Yeah, we're going to try that this time. Um, going to go with the private lessons because he's oh. not grasping 
two of the uh, strokes that he has to do. So we're we're hoping that private lessons will uh, he'll learn better or something. Jesus Christ! Can, well, no, can it's you not... get me a job where you work? What do you embezzle on the side? Like seriously, what is dude? It's not that much more expensive. He's not and... getting uh, the twelfth and thirteenth stroke uh, correct. So. What, why does he have to have every single, is he going to be a lifeguard next year? What? I don't I'm understand. I'm just saying. What he, is the. What? 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 Can he, can he swim? Yes. Does yeah, he, he have can to swim. He swims underwater. Well, no. he's fine. But and we he, want, we he want him to become proficient. He lives in a house with a pool. He's got to become proficient enough. No, he's got to be the best. He's got to be. Anyway, in the end, it's cheaper if he passes. It's cheaper this. if you just swim with him in the pool every day. If he, I don't even do that. I barely well, go in my pool. Yeah, exactly. You, you two go in there and the kid learns to swim by being in the pool every day. He, we're hoping that with a private, he'll pass it because if we do, he failed his last one that we went at the uh, rec center. So if we do this one again, we don't think he's going to pass again. So that's two wasted lessons. Who gives a, who gives a fuck? Uh, it's money, you dude. You own a pool. He doesn't need. He, I'm saying, uh, if you have your own pool, like uh, for years, people just learned how to swim by going out to the lake or jumping in their own pool. You know, no, I did. That. I never had a pool, so I had to do the swimming lessons every weekend. Or every week, depending on which, uh, yeah, I hated that stuff. I, I never took a swim lesson all the way up to my life. Lifeguard training. I never took a swim lesson yet. I know how to swim. Yeah. Yeah. I know how to, I know how to swim too. I'm not competing in the Olympics. I'm not, you know. I'm not trying there's, to earn a living listen, doing there's it. levels of competency, I guess, and, and confidence that you can instill into young swimmers that swimming lessons help with. Well, I'm, I'm not going to say you're wrong. I'm just saying if you have your own pool and your kids in it every day, they are going to become an amazing, proficient and confident swimmer just by yeah. going in it. Yeah. But anyone can just sort of. They become fish. Pull and these swipe kids. with their arms and, and, and pull themselves along or swim underwater. But hey, Timmy, that is not a proper backstroke. You need to do a lateral adjustment to 25 degrees. That's this perfect world you live in. Perfect. Like I said, it's soap opera. Everything's got to be perfect. Everything's got to be perfect. I told, that's just in your head. Yes, it's in your head. I told you, man. You need to calm down, man. Just let things go. Let them enjoy the pool. This Your kids are going to be the opposite where they don't even want to go in the pool because it's work every single time. It's a freaking lesson. It's true. Make the pool fun. Throw the kid in the pool. I'm jumping in with you. Every day. Kids become fish that way.
Nope. Won't be happy. I get my private tutelage from Swimtown America coming. Ay, 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 ay. Sorry I said anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good, man. I'm I'm proud of you. I'm just trying not to waste money on continually going to lessons and not passing. You're missing my point. I get your point, but I want them to become confident and competent at the same time. Totally miss my point. I submit that they'll become more confident by just being in it on their own. That's how kids grew up, man. 30 years ago. There's no private swim lessons outside of the estates. You know? There was. You just probably didn't hear about them. I didn't know about them. My parents wouldn't have done that, even if we had a pool. Ship me off to the rec center. Well, uh, I'm I'm glad for you, man. You're keeping the economy going. <sighs> yeah, great. I, I appreciate what you're doing for our economy. I try. I try to waste money. Thank you very much. All right, I'm gonna wrap this one up. I don't think I have anything else. So you got a new pickup video? Everyone go to STC Pod. No, youtube.com slash start to continue and check out Bill's latest pickup video. And I've got part three of my Transformer collection video up on my life and collecting on YouTube. Mm. Yeah, watch out because Bill's getting comfortable in front of the camera. I don't know what that means. Maybe he'll get naked. Watch out. Starting to get comfortable. So the stories are coming out now on camera. I don't know what that means. You haven't seen the video. I'm actually given time to tell a story during a video. Not, that's, uh, that's good. Not moving along. No one cares. By the way, I can give an update on that video. If you saw it, you saw in the video, a super Nintendo that got thrown in on a deal. Cause I thought it was trashed. And, uh, Haji left a, a comment said, it was like, you know, uh, where you plug in the power to the super Nintendo, that, pillar that's on the inside yeah. that that gets snapped off right this one is half snapped off so i thought it was shit and uh Hodges is like no plug it in that'll work and uh, sure enough i plugged it in and it works and that sucker cleaned up really nice super nice so that worked out wait a minute is it half is it about to snap off though it's like half there it's still there. It's sturdy. That still works. So, so, and this thing cleaned up really good. Now those, uh, yeah, but it's one, to break off those one chips. Everyone was talking about recently. Is that just, uh, was that just the super mini or was that the main supers? Game? No, that's just the main one. It is just the main one. Yes. The one so, chips. Yeah. So We've you're got- looking for. Well, you, you, got, you really have to open it up, though, and look at the board. But it's a good indicator if it says UN3. Is that what it was? Maybe. That's not, still not 100%, though. You have to open it up. I don't know if you can see the, 
The pillar there is half there. Which one are you looking at? The the one on the right or on the left? Oh, it's the very end here. Yeah, no, I can't. I just see a dark hole. But uh, yeah, clean up nice, so eh? I see a dark hole. <laughs> good job. I don't know. It looks good. Do I have it? I only got one. I only have one Super Nintendo. Can you believe that? Holy shit. That pillar came off and it's sitting in my plug now. Hmm. Now it's just two wires sticking out. So take it apart and yeah, see if you can fix it. The thing's right there now. Stuck in my plug. All that. So it just needs to be so it just needs to be soldered to it. What's there's no soldering, it's plastic. Well you said two wires are sticking out. Yeah, in here, they're not protected by the plastic pillar anymore. Hmm. Anyways, that will be for sale with a really good price at the next very game exchange, which <laughs> is happening this September. Speaking to the mic. Well, oh, good. Keep going, dude. Give the game exchange plug. Oh, my God. Well, you were doing it. I never remember the date. You got it in front of you. Okay, Barry Game Exchange. Canada's largest and longest running video game and geek culture trade show. I like to think we have something to do with that. Sunday, September 15th. 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Eastview Arena, 453 Grove Street East in Barrie. 140-plus tables of video games, accessories, board games, vintage toys, geek art, and so much more. 11 a.m. is the early bird admission, which is $10. 12 to 4, regular admission, which is $5. Kids under 10 are free. And uh, be sure to stop by... Uh, the cartridge club will have a presence there at a number of tables, correct? Mm -hmm. And you can check us out. SDC pod will have their own table. Actually, we will have, um, two tables. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What, what's happening I, with I, you? I was waiting for you to acknowledge like, <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> That's right. You will find all the Cartridge Club people there. We got red tablecloths to signify the Cartridge Club presence there. And but there'll be even more vendor, more Cartridge Club vendors than tablecloths because that's how big the community is. And you can out check me week. out in my new Cartridge Club black T-shirt. Very form-fitting. Very form-fitting. Very aerodynamic. Extra small. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that's a big Cartridge Club weekend. Uh, a lot of people coming in all over to experience it. Um, I've decided the night before, the Saturday, you know what? I will do another Bilbecue. I, I wasn't going to. I didn't want the hassle of cooking. But I'm saying piss on it. I will barbecue that Saturday. Some Bergs and some, uh, some Weenies. Uh, corn, of course, corn on the cab. And uh, if you're what lucky about, enough, uh, what about what appetizers are you guys there? Um, uh, uh, chips? Is that 
not an appetizer, really. I can, I can only do so much. I'm already stressing about barbecuing. Our drinks provided for. BYOB will be the best thing for you. Um, Boo. And if you know where I live, then you're probably invited. So that's how you get in the inner circle. Find out where I live. Joe's invited. I am. Yep. That's awesome. I was invited last time. I was like, what? You got a barbecue? Yeah, I don't think so, but you're invited. Well, maybe I'll, maybe I'll make an appearance. Well, there will be some uh, big time cartridge club celebrities there for sure. And I just found today there's in Barrie, there's a, uh, a barcade downtown. And I did a little scouting mission today and checked it out. It's not very big, but, uh, it's got about five or six different pinball machines and about 12, 12 arcade machines, maybe for a $5 admission play all you want. So that could be on the agenda too. Is it like the peelers where you gotta keep buying drinks? Gee, I don't know, eh? For five bucks, I don't know what they're what it what the deal is, but uh, they'll probably like, uh, get you in the door. You buy some drinks, and then you want to buy some food. Yeah, buy some wings. So. All right, well, sounds good. I think it's uh, and on that note, I think we should wrap this episode up. This is our first record ever on Skype. Um. Here's to it actually working. Mm -hmm. Don't forget to go to cartridgeclub.org. We got the forums there. You can uh, make comments on. Oh, everybody's on Discord, man. This episode or any other podcast you hear on the Cartridge Club. By the way, I'm sorry we didn't get to Lotus Corner this uh, this week. That's two weeks. That's two weeks in a row. Yes, but we do thank all the commenters out there. You got Frantic, Lotus, uh, Discard's been commenting. Lots of guys. Lots and lots and lots of guys. Don't forget to check out last week's Josh Creep episode. I almost didn't post it. I don't know. <laughs> You're the one that has to end the recording. <laughs>